0: Almost every single bodily function in some way or another, cellular or otherwise, has to utilize water. This is the Begin
1: Within Podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger. And I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you. But what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit. My guest today is Dr. Adam Moots. He is a chiropractor who practices not too far from me and who I had the privilege of working with um, some years ago um, as personal trainers. Um, and he now happens to be my chiropractor. So some of the things that we're going to talk about here on the show are things that he and I have already talked about um, when it came to my own treatment and as we just discuss helping um, the people that we each work with to live the healthiest lives that that they're capable of living and to try to support them in doing that. That said, our topic today is hydration, which hopefully before you turn this off, um, <laughs> I know is not... The, the coolest of fitness topics to cover right um, man we like cool answers we like secrets that can help us and being told that uh, we have to drink more water isn't exactly um, the answer that that maybe we wanted but you're gonna find today why it is so important for you and me to pay attention to how much we're drinking water, that is, um, and making sure that um, we're staying properly hydrated. All right, just a quick preview before we get started. I want to kind of prepare your mind so that you're listening carefully for some really key themes here. Um, Number one, like I already mentioned, listen for why it's so important that we all stay hydrated you know, we're going to talk about the benefits of hydration and um, the consequences of not being well hydrated. So listen carefully for those. Then number two, you're going to be able to answer the question, am I hydrated? Are you properly hydrated? You're going to be able to answer that question from the interview. And then number three, I want you to pay attention to some of the tips and the tricks that Dr. Moots gives about how we can make sure that we are drinking enough water. So that said, here's my interview with Dr. Adam Moots.
0: Everyone thinks you should drink water. You should, you should have water. You should, you should be hydrated. But like you were saying, and, and when you asked me to do this, it's like no one really knows exactly what that means. And I feel like that's probably one of the most undervalued things aspects of our health you know what yeah. i mean no one yeah. really quite understands like what does proper hydration mean and how mm-hmm. important and how powerful it can be in one's health so i was at first i was like all right top people might not be super into it but then it's like you know what this is something super important we should get into
1: right yeah and it's it's not cool right like it's like right tell me the secret and and you're like well are you hydrated
0: right exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> And, and that's just it. I, I come into it every single day into practice, you know, you know, when everyone just kind of asks, well, are you hydrated? And every patient or anybody just kind of says, huh, yeah, I think so. I probably could do better. But yeah, I think so. And that's about as far as a lot of times the topic goes, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. well, you got to dive a little bit further into that a lot of times because they just think their morning cup of coffee and you know, maybe having a Gatorade in the afternoon counts as, as hydration, you know, then they're good, you know, they drink when they're thirsty, so they're fine, you know? Right. Okay. Well, let's, let's do this.
1: Can we talk about why it is so important? Just, just the health, the good movement, to being as pain-free as we can be, and then maybe visit how to, how to do it, like what it actually would look like.
0: Yeah. 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 (laughs) So why is it so important? Okay. Um, So everyone knows water is a huge aspect of life, but most people don't even realize, I mean, our entire makeup, our entire body is about somewhere in the neighborhood between 60 and 70% water, like for between your tissue mass and even certain organs and tissues like that have an increased water mass. So like your brain, for instance, is is about, is about 83% water. Mm -hmm. So when you don't have the proper intake of water, you could understand how quickly things could not operate efficiently or at its 100% max basically. And so almost every single bodily function in some way or another cellular or otherwise has to utilize water. And we need to constantly replace that water. And if we don't, our bodies can't work nearly as efficient.
1: Okay. Got it. How, what about, so like in your realm dealing more specifically with healthy movement, being pain-free, um, muscles, bones, those, those type of tissues, as well as connective tissue. Um, why is water, why is it so critical for your, for your patients?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So specifically in my world, we run into why hydration is so important or the issues we run into uh, are, you know, lots of people coming in for headaches you know dehydration is one of the most important aspects for headaches that people just don't realize when we get dehydrated muscles get tight they're not hydrated they're not supple they're they just kind of get ropey and especially in the back side of the head where you've got all these little suboccipitals they get real tight and so when they get tight they kind of clamp down on some nerve tissue they pull us out of alignment and then all the time we're, we're wondering, why is this patient just keep running into headaches? We keep fixing them, and then they just kind of keep coming back. Huh. And so water is huge for that. Um, we also do a lot of disc care in our office. Well, the discs in the spine are made up of about 80% water or so. And so when those get dehydrated or when you have chronic dehydration, there's research that shows that uh, you have early arthritic change due to chronic dehydration. So we're constantly seeing that or, or talking about that. Um, and and just from a, just a mild perspective, you know, muscles just kind of get tight throughout the body and they're just not as elastic and it just runs into all sorts of musculoskeletal issues that can really be fixed or at least prevented a lot of times by water.
1: Yeah. Wow. I was, I was thinking as you were saying about how much the brain is made up of water. Um, what, you know, some of the cascade of, of complications would be if, you know, that's not getting what it needs right like yeah. am i even thinking the way that i should be if i'm not hydrated
0: <laughs> right yeah no exactly you know and mental fog actually can be one of the first signs of of dehydration you know of course anytime we start talking about dehydration we think severe dehydration where you're yeah. you know unconsciousness and things like that seizures and all that good stuff um but yeah even <clears throat> even in mild dehydration, you can start noticing, you know, maybe your mental acuity is just not what it should be. Not as clear as it should be, you know? Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Pretty crazy. It is. Yeah. It's, and it's, I mean, I'm glad we're talking
1: about it. Um, as I'm like sipping on a coffee, I should get <laughs> on the water here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what,
1: what is, what does healthy look like? Like in your opinion, from your perspective, um what what should we be doing what should be our focus and you know if it's a flu, fluid fluid ounce target or what wh- what do you feel like would be the best
0: sure yeah to hydration um, i i feel like everyone used to hold on to this adage of like well 6 to 8 glasses a day everyone always just thought yeah you just have 6 to 8 glasses a day and for most of us, okay, well, how big is your glass kind of deal? You know, like, what is that? even? you know, I like, I like to put a number on it because people then can actually, you know, take into account each day, all right, how much have I drank? If you just kind of tell them, Hey, drink as much as you can throughout the day, people are going to be pretty vague about that and all that good stuff. So if, even if you took, you know, six to eight ounces a, or six to eight glasses a day, let's just say that normal glass is around eight ounces. Well, someone's only doing six glasses a day, eight ounces. They're only consuming 48 ounces the entire day. Uh, And that's just not enough. Research shows that you should be getting about half your body weight in ounces a day. And that's pretty much at a, just a substandard kind of almost minimum. It should increase if you're doing, you know, hard workout plans, things like that. If you live in a warm climate, if you're sweating constantly, that kind of stuff. Uh, So I always suggest that at a baseline, patients should be half their body weight in ounces per day. And that also means you just can't chug a bunch of water at the end of the day either. So (laughs) that doesn't work either. So I even put a a rate on it for people because there's only so much that your body can intake at a single, you know, bit of time. So usually I limit that to about, I try to say every four ounces, every half hour is what you want to aim for basically. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, I remember
1: you saying that to me and I was like, It almost like blew my mind when I looked at my, you know, I had a, at the time, like a 32 ounce bottle that, you know, every, what, two ounces I think are measured. And I was like trying to get like a gallon in every day. Right. And I remember you, you know, say like, well, it's just like, you know, four ounces every half hour. And I'm like, what is that really? And it was like a a gulp or two.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's really not a ton. Yeah. I mean, but at the same time, you know, I have these people, oh, shoot, I haven't drinking any water today, or they've got to get one more bottle of water. So they just chug the whole thing. Well, you know, when you absorb that, that goes into your bloodstream, right? Well, you can only have so much blood blood volume, right? Your body wants to maintain homeostasis. So your kidneys are going to filter out excess fluid. So if you have just this, this big increase in fluid intake, all of a sudden, well, your kidneys are just going to kind of filter that, that out. And that's the classic, oh, I'm peeing every five minutes kind mm-hmm. of deal, you know?
1: Yeah. So, hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah. Slow and steady wins the race.
1: We say that all the time, man. That's it, so man. true. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I, I always get this question too, of, well, what if I drink too much or is, can I drink too much water? Am I going to run into health issues? You know, everyone kind of hears these random wild stories. Um, and while it's possible to potentially drink too much water, even according to like, the clinic, Cleveland Clinic uh, of Health, uh, healthy, normal individuals really don't have a limit to how much water they can drink safely in a day, uh, okay. upwards of a gallon and, and everything like that. Now, if you have maybe some conditions, uh, heart disease, if you have maybe end renal failure, kidney issues and things like that, then maybe you need to, you know, be more closely monitored with your doctor and all that good stuff but by and large, most, most healthy individuals don't need to worry about drinking too much water.
1: Gotcha. Okay. It, so there have to be like an under already an underlying issue in order for drinking too much water to be an issue
0: for the most part. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. A healthy That's, body
1: will take care of the, the extra. Exactly. Now,
0: mm-hmm. if someone was on a mission to purposely just try to just, you know, go <laughs> to town and try to make themselves, you know, sick and things like that, it's, it's one thing, but yeah, if you're, if you're drinking that steady rate, you know, four ounces every half hour and all that good stuff, uh, you don't really need to be worrying about drinking too much water.
1: All right. Hmm. Cool. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Do you have any, you know, as you've worked with with your patients or with yourself, any like little tips or tricks to making that happen every half hour?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's (laughs) a big deal too, is, you know, you have so many individuals say, I just don't like the taste of water and you know, Maybe I'm just part of me is like, well, too bad. You got to drink water, you know, but right. I get it. You know, a lot of people, if you just don't like the taste, you're just going to have that aversion to it. Um, so a lot of people ask me, well, can coffee count? Can Gatorade count and things like that? Well, the downsides of those is, you know, well, Gatorade has sugar, you know, increased mm-hmm. calories. And a lot of people are trying to limit their sugar intake, you know, right now and everything yeah. like that. Caffeine is a mild diuretic. So if you're constantly drinking coffee for your fluids, well, your kidneys are working extra hard to get excess fluid out. So you're kind of combating one thing for another. Um, A lot of people, you know, these days are, are kind of going to, you know, zero sugar things. But a lot of times the sweeteners that they're using are sugar alcohols, which a lot of times aren't great for you. You know, aspartame, sucralose, that kind of stuff. So I tend to tell my patients to stay away from sugar alcohols. Um, one of the biggest tricks that I use is, you know, throw some ice in the water, put some, you know, lemon wedges in it, any other type of fruit or vegetable, you know, I mean, don't pour half your glass of orange juice. Cause then you've got the sugar thing there too, but you know, cut up some strawberries or some cucumbers or anything like okay. that, and just throw that in the water. And then part of a lot of times part of just drinking water is just getting in the habit of drinking water, not necessarily because you love the taste, but just getting in the habit of just drinking water.
1: Yeah build, build the habit. Huh. Exactly. Cool. Then,
0: then you'll do yeah. it without thinking.
1: Yeah. I was, I, I scratched my head too. When people are like, I don't like the taste of it. I'm like, if you don't like the smell of the air. Are you going to stop breathing? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah exactly. you am going
0: to breathe. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Part of it, I can understand for sure. For sure. Yeah. And so we, we try any which way, you know, typically with my patients, if they're, I mean, it, it's incredible. Sometimes patients will say, I'm lucky if I get maybe 12 ounces of water a day for mm-hmm. as long as they can remember, you know? And so right from there, do I tell them, Hey man, half your body weight and ounces"? No. Cause that's probably unattainable for them, you know, but can I tell them, all right, can you triple it? Can you go from 12 to 36? Cause I guarantee you, you're going to feel better, you know? Yeah. And then we just slowly make those steps. And I think that's part of it too, is they don't think they like the taste of water, but that's just because maybe they're not in the habit of drinking water. Maybe, you yeah. know. And so, if they do it more often, I think they get used to it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Man. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so I have kind of a, uh, so I guess, sort of a wrap-up question, one that I ask all the guests on on the show here. And this this one's wide open. Okay, we can go Jack- off the water topic. But if you're working with somebody who just has a ton of changes to make, you know, like living healthy, making effort at moving toward healthy just hasn't been happening at all in their life. Um, and this whole process, just even list, maybe listening to this just like, Oh man, that's just overwhelming. Like what yeah. would be some advice that you might give them from, from that place?
0: That is a really, really great question. Um, I, I think first off, me as a healthcare provider, I like to gauge for how prepared and how motivated the individual patient is. Um, Some patients are ready to make several changes and be able to devote the time and the energy and everything and go full bore into it right away. Uh, and so for those patients, I'll try to give more to them and what I think they can handle, Uh, on other patients, they've got so much on their plate right now anyway, and anything more I add on them, it's just going to, you know, get them to just drop off the cliff. I think for those patients, it's more about just encouraging them to keep going and maybe making just a teensy little change at a time. Uh, and then just gradually through time, hopefully building more and more into that. Gotcha. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of people, uh, like we talked about earlier, maybe just need to start developing better habits, you know, that kind of thing. We, we fill a lot of time and a lot of energy and everything into things that maybe don't matter as much. And so I try to refocus them in terms of, all right, what are you currently doing and putting a lot of energy to. And can we maybe not do as much as that and start to put your energy into, you know, this thing that's going to promote your health, basically. Um, And I think if you frame that, then patients can really get a better understanding of how it can be attainable. And then, like we said before, once you build that habit, there's really no thinking about it anymore. It's just, you know, part of your healthy lifestyle. Gotcha.
1: yeah. As as I was listening, something else that I've appreciated about your approach, and I is let me say this first um, is the maintenance aspect right I know you as you've treated me it's like hey come in come in while you're still feeling good so that we can keep it that way um, but I have to imagine that a lot of your work is for patients that don't li- don't listen to that, <laughs> that <Yeah>. like, right <laughs> yeah. like I yeah. just come in when I have a problem <laughs> for sure for sure so, Tell me a little bit about that, that perspective that you have toward like just the the maintenance of health.
0: Sure. Yeah. So number one, I view myself as a public servant, right? So I'm here for the patient on whatever they want to attain. And for some patients, it's like, dude, get me out of pain as quick as you can, because I want to go right back to work and and get, you know, back onto my stuff and I'll see you when I can't walk, you know, and that kind of stuff. And (laughs) and I'm here for that patient too and everything. But In a larger discussion, like what we're talking about, health and maintenance and and things like that, I think just always being a little bit more proactive rather than reactive in our healthcare is going to be so much more important. So a body that stays in motion is going to be a much healthier body long-term. And so you know, chiropractic has always kind of been uh, on that page of why don't we just kind of take care of our bodies first rather than kind of waiting to get sick and then doing something about it. Um, And so, yeah, I I think it, it, it's exactly what you preach every single day when you're with your clients and things like that, man, the healthier you can be now, the better you will be down the road, you know, the less obstacles and things like that. So it's different for everybody. I mean, um, I have patients like yourself who, who really like wellness and they like to be at their top, top of their game as well as they can move as well as they can feel, And that's awesome. And that's ideally what we want to see. I'd much rather see healthy people just trying to maintain their health rather than people who can't move and can't get up and down off the tables and everything. But at the same time, not everybody has the same goals and I need to respect that too, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm happy happy to know that I'm I'm classified with those,
0: <laughs> those patients. <laughs> you're, you're at the top, my man.
1: I worry sometimes that I wouldn't be, but okay. No, you're man. doing
0: great. Hey, you're doing great, man.
1: Dr. Adam Moots, thank you so much.
0: Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.
1: Are you getting thirsty? <laughs> if you're like me, during that interview, you went and found your water bottle and you got busy. <laughs> Um, wow, right? So back to those three themes. Um, things aren't operating efficiently for you. you got headaches, you've got back pain. Guess what? Water is involved, right? Uh, being dehydrated might not be the cause of the problem, but water is involved in the solution. So, um, you know, again, we like complicated answers. We like cool answers. We like answers we didn't expect that are interesting and fun. And maybe drinking more water just is too simple of an answer, right? Um, But I guess the other side of the coin is this. Why not start there? Why not start with the simple answer, the one that's easy? Uh, Make sure that you're properly hydrated and then go from there if some of those problems still persist. Um, The second thing I asked you to listen for was the answer to the question, are you hydrated? Well, are you 50% 50% of your body weight in fluid ounces of water per day is the place to start. You heard it, you heard it here from an expert whose job is to keep people out of pain and make sure that their their whole body is is operating optimally. 50% of your body weight in fluid ounces per day. So the question is, you know, in the last 24 hours have you guzzled that much water, right? At a minimum, um, and then we also learned, you know, start slow. Just be slow and steady about, about the process. Like that is what's going to work the best. Don't try to go drink a gallon of water in the next hour. But um, my goal for you, if I may, or an action step that you can leave with is why not track how much water you drink in a day and see where you are. Where, see where you're at um, with your water. I mean, that's the place to start, right? And then um, if you need to increase it, take some steps to do so. And then, you know, that final theme about ways to drink more. You know, I think, um, again, we want to find some, some really awesome substitutes, some cool alternatives. Like the bottom line is it's water. There really isn't a lot that you can substitute for it, but there are some ways that you can get more in. Dr. Moots shared those. So if drinking enough water is something that you struggle with or you don't like the taste, um, there are some things that you can do, but you still have to drink it. There's just no way around it. So, um, you know, the, the action step for you then probably is just experiment. Try some different things so that you can incorporate the habit of drinking more water throughout the day. And if you need to, you know, forget about the taste sometimes we do things because they're good for us and maybe it's not all that enjoyable right but the results are enjoyable better energy um, uh, clearer thinking um, less headaches less pain uh, a body that moves better those results are worth the the discomfort <laughs> if there's discomfort in drinking some water you know do what it takes and then start with something attainable so in parting, I have a an invitation for you. Um, at Begin Within Fitness, we do nutrition coaching. We work a lot with our clients on nutrition, and we have a pretty cool program that helps um, clients get from you know a diet, you know, and by diet I mean a way of eating that maybe they're not being very intentional about. They're not making you know a lot of choices for the sake of their health, um, and. Our program helps them get into healthier eating. So it's not a diet and there's no foods that aren't allowed. um, And there's no, you know, uh, weighing your food or using measuring cups or counting calories even. So what I'd love to do is sit down with you on a call and go through it with you and provide you with your own personalized nutrition plan. Here's what you need to do in order to get that. And that's totally free. It's just on me. We'll just sit down for 15 or 30 minutes and I will put that together with you and show it to you and you will leave with your own personalized nutrition plan. But here's what you need to do in order to get access to it. Find me on Instagram. I'm uh, at Nate Slegger, N-A-T-E-S-L-E-G-E-R and send me a picture on instagram of your water bottle that's all i want if you want to send me a um a message with how many fluid ounces of water you drink that day go for it how many fluid o- ounces of water that you drank today along with a picture of your water bottle and that will get you um a free half hour appointment and a free personalized nutrition plan i will get it for you and uh look forward to the opportunity to meet you. So that's uh, your action step. Get your water bottle, take a shot of it, and message me that picture on Instagram, at Nate Slegger. So looking forward to seeing those come in. Um, I hope you have a great week, and I hope that um, you're staying hydrated. Talk to you soon. If you are tired of feeling frustrated and disappointed with fitness, and you're ready to get on the path, being the healthy person you want to be just go to beginwithin.fit and click the join our challenge button we can't wait to support you in your fitness journey and help you to get the results you deserve